Welcome back to Live Reality Games, where we don't really know when the podcast starts all the time. Uh, for example, <laughs> I hit that live button probably a good 20 seconds. Aaron and I were very suspenseful for this opening intro here. So we appreciate you being here. Thank you. Aaron, how are you doing? Hey, Dustin. I'm doing, I'm doing okay. <laughs> may or uh, may not currently have COVID, but we're working through it. Uh, best of luck to you and i may or may not have had my booster so i am a little exhausted at the time so hey two peas in a pod right beautiful what a team uh we are here covering the latest episode of survivor northwestern cats collide season one uh this episode 10 so if you're not caught up yet from the big holiday season uh make sure you put a pause here and then pick up later um so we are joined tonight with a, a very special guest the eliminated player from the episode aaron and i did not really have a chance to recap eight nine so we're going to kind of speed through it with our guest here but this guest is probably going to be full of lots of info aaron are you excited for who's coming up um excited in the sense that i am very excited to talk to them not excited in the sense that i wish they would have won instead <laughs> I, I think this person probably would have done a pretty good clean sweep at the end had they got to the end. But mm -hmm. that's it for the spoiler alert, folks. So here we are joined by Kylie. Hello. Icon. I Legend. wish I went Star. to the end, too. Man, <laughs> you started the podcast with your arms up already. And I was like, Kylie, we oh cut that for you. We don't want to go there. <laughs> Never again. Oh. <laughs> uh, but don't say never again. Like, Kylie, you had a super impressive game. Like, you were a strong strategic threat. You uh, did some challenges really well. You had great social capabilities. Like, um, Aaron, anything more to say about Kylie's game? Yeah. I mean, you were definitely... It was very cool to watch because you were very, like, on your side the entire time like very strong strategic player, but also didn't necessarily, you know, have to snake your way through. You just had people that were loyal to you and wanted to keep you around, which is always a great position to be in. And yeah, just loved watching you. Very sad to see that you're here. Um, but yeah, definitely the winner in my heart. Well, thank you. That means a lot. Wow. <laughs> uh, so Kylie, um, how are you doing? Like after the episode has aired, you know, it's always interesting. You know, you play the game yourself. You don't know how the episode or how you're going to be shown on camera. So what are your thoughts so far about how you maybe a little bit about your gameplay has been shown up to this point? Yeah, so I've in general, like, I really enjoyed watching how it all went down because like, and like I've I've been able to like see the footage. So this isn't like the first time I'm seeing the footage. So I've had more time to process it. The first time I had access to this episode, I'm like, I can't watch this like at all now. Um, but and it took a long time. I honestly took losing like really hard. Like, because I don't know if you could tell, but I was getting so unhealthy into it. I honestly think the version of me you saw was like 50% of how into it it was. Um, I don't know if you, you definitely couldn't tell. There's a moment right before the challenge in this episode where I'm kind of down like this in the corner of my screen. And it's because I was like low-key dry heaving before the challenge. I was so nervous for like everything happening. I was like insane. But um, yeah, this episode, I honestly like was validating to watch because I was like, oh, Sammy like didn't 
fully want me out for most of it. Um, she changed her mind at the end, but for most of it, she was like, I could handle having Kylie around. Um, yeah, I've, I, I get a lot of joy watching my own confessionals and seeing how like rambling and crazy there were. There were some even more just like buck wild things I said. I would just have like 20 minute confessionals like just about Greta. <laughs> like I was, Chase said that I, in like my last week I submitted like just so much footage of me just like spiraling. So I, I liked to see that side of me. I thought it was very funny. Um, and it was also just very cool to see all these like players who I respected like talking about me like that and me like oh yeah she can't get to the end like she'll win like I was like oh <laughs> I did you see that yourself did you see yourself at the wind doing a clean sweep or did you did yeah. you realize yeah. how big of a threat you were <laughs> like I mean, it was clear from us me. like <laughs> I think I, I knew I would win if I got to the end because people kept being like, you'll win if you get to the end. Like Matt at one point said, I was like, Tony, like, I think I knew that, but I, I did have a lot of like self-doubt in being like, I knew I probably would win. I didn't know if I thought I would deserve it though, because I was like, yeah, for like the Charlotte vote, sure, I played an idol correctly, but that's just because I was selfish. It's not because I actually thought that I was going to get, like, I kept, like, second guessing all, for, like, the Allison vote. I was like, yeah, sure, it was a cool move, but we didn't even need to use the steal a vote because they were going to split the votes anyway, and so we should have just done that. and gone. So, like, every move, I would just, like, criticize myself, but I, I had the logical understanding that had I made it to the end, I would have fared So you're well. really, like, the biggest proponent of yourself. You're like, well, I did a really good move, but it wasn't really great. Like, it was good, but yeah. it could have been better so yeah pretty much well let's kind of back things up a little bit like um just starting way back at the beginning like hearing about survivor from your hat from like the details we know you're a survivor fan yeah yes for sure um but I, i'm not like a lifelong fan i just like my senior year of high school got super super into it like just binge watched tons of seasons and then like that summer like it was first summer i was 18 so i like applied for real survivor and then like my first week of like being on college i saw an ad in like the theater like email chain being like survivor northwestern and i was like it's fate and i applied another really fun thing is Sammy and I like lived in the same dorm. So that's how we knew each other. But we actually like met about Survivor because we ran into each other at a Halloween party where we were both dressed as Jeff Probst. <laughs> oh, that's so cute. Yeah. So that's that was the beginning of that. <laughs> but yes, very big Survivor fate. fan. Fate, for sure. Exactly. Mm -hmm. um, now, running into people, like, we start the season out, um, you play in a pair. Like, this is the big twist. Mm -hmm. Now, take me, Aaron, I don't remember. Do you remember who Kylie's partner was at first? Oh, my God. This is weeks ago, so. I, I don't, my long-term memory is not it. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> uh, Kylie, remind us, who was your original yeah. partner? So, this poor guy kind of, like, got a bum rap because it was Peter, First of all, oh. it was Peter for a week, and mm -hmm. then it switched to Jake. And then oh. Peter's boot episode was also lost to yeah. 
uh, the ether. But um, so I feel bad. He's a great guy. Still at Northwestern. He's in mm-hmm. my year, but yeah. So we were the two freshmen at, together at the beginning. Aw, that's a nice little partnership. Mm-hmm. Um, so what was yeah. your thoughts about being partnered with somebody at the beginning? Like you start the game thinking it's going to be an individual, well, kind of team-based per se, but was that a big twist in your mind? Oh, it was huge to me. And I, I remember being paired with Peter because I remember that day it was like Owen, Amos, like Sammy, Oh, and Katie were like, and Peter were all like in our little section of the challenge. And I saw, I was paired with Peter and I was like, God damn it. Because not, not because then Peter, I had a good Poor Peter already. Like, First no, we no, lose no, episode no, just and now. Because he wasn't, uh, because he wasn't part of the illegal eight. So I was like, mm-hmm. I can't even remember what I thought. It was like, everything was happening so fast. And eventually having partners actually worked out really well for us. There was some like stress because there were so few non-illegal eight pairs. So like that was the main source of stress. But like, so we basically had control over like three fourths of the votes in the game, which was like huge. Mm-hmm. and so it was like surprisingly a lot of power and also I didn't have to worry as about as many moving parts considering the position I came in which I think had it been individual I think I would have been in a lot more trouble especially that first mm-hmm. week <laughs> oh man now and speaking of the first week we do see a notorious person being voted out relatively soon maybe a little bit too soon because of the illegal eight we are going to bring back, I hope this doesn't pull any heartstrings with you, but we have Nathan here. Nathan. Carson, Carson wants to know Carson. about Nathan. Carson Tenor, you thought you were being so slick with this comment. You thought Dustin and Aaron were going to be like, ooh, Kylie, talk about Nathan. But I want I know, to know is there Carson. any like rekindling like after the episode? Did you like... Talk to him after the show. What's going on? Set the story. I've never spoken to him since the show. I've tried to. He hasn't. I like Facebook friend request him. He didn't. He hasn't accepted it. But Carson, (laughs) I exposed you and Matthew Albert to Dustin and Aaron here, who you lied to. And I told them the whole story about how you and Matt connived ahead of time to make up a whole plan to say i was in love with nathan week one and now i'm exposing you for the liar that you are not to say i would not be very happy to be in a loving marriage with nathan (laughs) i would give anything you know but not week one that wasn't true Mm. it's a little quick to rush into a relationship like that exactly that's like true. if Nathan oh my got further, like maybe I, week seven, then like merge material at least. And I don't want to be dramatic, but if I were to go for that, I would actually be a bit of a home wrecker. Here's another thing you didn't see. We had um, a task gauntlet and one of the tasks in there uh, was to write a piece of fan fiction about two of your fellow Survivor Northwestern players. And so I was inspired to write a 500 word fan fiction about Peyton and Nathan, which I did a dramatic reading of. It it would have been in the episode. It was my finest work of art. Wow. I I can't wait to see the um, the the extra scenes at the end of the Mm -hmm. the season just to see that. (laughs) It was funny. Mm -hmm. 
And the editor here says, Nathan, why why'd you hate it? We don't hate him at all. Yeah, like, you're but honestly, I do remember that you did have like the meanest voting confessional for him. Because he was just a poor little guy who told the school newspaper that he wanted to make the merchant survivor. Listen, I was also a self-conscious freshman who didn't know how to talk to people. That's why I'm so awful at this one, because I was so self-conscious and everything. I would just blurt out anything, and then I would be home being like, what the fuck did I say that? Like, come on now. Now, it must be something different going into, like, a... Uh, either like a live reality game or basically a, a college survivor, especially as a freshman, like you don't know anybody there. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, judging from your experience here, was this more of like a team building thing or more of a, I'm so out of my realm. I don't, I don't feel comfortable talking to these people. Or was it a great like icebreaker? It was like so huge for me in terms of like finding a community at in college. Like, Cause like as slimy as it is, like week one, I had seven people I could talk to about strategy, which like, like I was so worried that I would come in, like no one would like want to talk to me. Like I wouldn't know how to talk to anyone, but I knew Sammy and then she knew Carson. And then all of a sudden I was, whether or not they were lying to me, I was able to like confidently talk strategy with like these like big shots. I remember after I walked in on Allison, like with the idol, she later texted me and was like, do you think I should tell the rest of the illegal aid about the idol? And I was like, oh my gosh, she's like asking me for strategy advice. Um, but it like, I really didn't feel that disconnect about being a freshman. I, I was just like, okay, came in here, like I'm a gamer first, like freshman second, let's go. It was very exciting and very like, I felt so comfortable on it right away. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we see a big shift in the gameplay. Um, of course, um, having in-person stuff and it switches to um, pretty much Skype calls and, you know, COVID's happening. So, you know, campus is closed. Um, we really see you shine like after that shift of in-person. Maybe it's just, there's just more footage. We see you more often. But do you think that really like stepped up your game or do you think you were doing fine in the in-person stuff and you kind of always had this trajectory in mind. I think it's, I think part of it is maybe like I was filming more, but I also think I was like, it, I don't know if it was COVID or if it was like the way the game shifted. Cause like, it just happened to be that like the Carson boot lined up with that week. Cause like, I, I think when I started really playing was like the Jackson week because that's when we started planning like the Carson boot and that's when I started like thinking about what was the best for my game rather than just like riding this whole illegal eight thing to the end and like I think that's when I started like trying to build my own alliances for my own benefit but of course for me the moment that I feel like I switched into like my truest survivor player self was the moment Amos was voted out because like from that moment on I was just going like a hundred miles per hour for like however many weeks until I got voted out like before I could pretend it was like chill at times but after Amos was voted on it was like a flip uh, switch flip and yeah got a lot more intense for me you said a lot of terms that came up in a parent in this latest episode in episode 10 you said you wanted to make moves for yourself to build alliances for yourself that sounds awfully a lot like Sammy um Aaron you remember those words eh 
Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. She was, that's, you're starting to stray away. You're getting to the point in the game where you're starting to stray away from your long-term allies. Cause you'd like, you do at a certain point, you have to differentiate yourself from the people that you've been playing the game with the whole time. And especially when you're in a position like Sammy, where you're kind of like partner or like perceived partner in the game is this huge threat, this, you know, huge presence in the game. There's not really a way to get out from behind that. And it becomes a very difficult yeah. position. So yeah, you do have to look out for yourself. And I think Sammy did at least try to do that, maybe, or at least think about doing that this episode. Yeah. Now, was that always Sammy was under you for most of the voting? Um, we didn't see a lot of Sammy also in kind of like the first um, the first run of the show. Was Sammy always working with you, under you? Were you the main decision, decision maker in that pair? Well, yeah. So it's Sammy's talked about this. She just did not film any confessionals for the first half of the game. <laughs> like she was in like a show. She was like super busy. Um, and people would always say like Sammy is like under Kylie and to a certain extent I do think I was more vocal at the very least but I did confer with her on like almost everything I think I would I don't know I could find myself kind of like wanting the glory at moments so I'll be like so I'll be the one to buy the steel vote like so I'll be the one to like <laughs> reach out to Amos with this idea you know so there were little things where and like it's kind of weird in hindsight to think because I remember there was a moment in the game where I was like, "Oh, did like Sammy feel bulldozed by me?" And I like had felt bad about it, and I didn't realize that like that could have been what was happening. But um, I think it was like a little bit more collaborative than it seems. It wasn't like I was just telling her what to do. It's like she was my number one ally, and I would confer with her on everything. I don't remember if she ever changed my mind or if I would just be like, this is my idea. And she'll be like, cool. But yeah, we definitely, it was definitely like two way. Yeah. I, I think we do hear that from Sammy a few times. Like she would put something forward and the group would be like, no, we're not going to do that. That's like, so I funny. I love the moment where Gus is just like, Gus is like, Sammy, I'm going to stop right there. That will never work. I feel so bad for her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and i guess the last thing to hit on before we get to the current episodes here that we're covering uh we said amos was kind of like your one of your first votes to be like oh i'm taking rain here he calls you out after that you and allison i, know. I was so mad i was like i was like so serious that night I was like distraught he was voted out because I was like it was the first time I was on the wrong side of the vote it was the first time I didn't know where every single vote was going like up until that point I not only I knew like on the other tribes like who was voting for exactly who like the grip that the legal eight had on the game was like stupid um but once Amos was voted out, I was like freaking out for my own game and freaking out because like my very good friend was just like me and Amos. I don't think this is really like shown. We were like super close allies and we were super tight and we like got along super well. But um, so when he was voted out and called me out, I remember I texted him that night and I was so serious. I was just like, I'm sorry this happened but you should know it wasn't me. Like I was so serious. Ooh. And he was like, I'm sorry, I called you out. I don't think it was you. <laughs> but I was so mad he called me out in that moment. 
but I was also flattered. Did that put more of a target on you, though? I think so. It's hard to tell whether, like, that target would have existed anyway. Up until that point, I was surprised he said that because, like, I didn't have the, like, Allison or Charlotte move, like, under my belt. I didn't know, like, what specifically he thought was what made me, like, this big threat. So I think that was, like, a moment where I was, like, hmm, maybe... I think it was more my moves later that made me the threat, but I, I guess he identified something conniving in me that maybe other people hadn't seen. He saw it. People, yeah, people were scared of you, like, from the beginning. They were like, they could oh, yeah, tell. Oh, yeah, that's because I just gonna be was kind of intense. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it is. It's just being a figurehead that makes you a threat, you know? It's just mm-hmm. the vibe. If you have that vibe, then you're going to, like, it's hard to, it's hard to shake it. I also love what you said about Amos of like we were really close, like we were, and we were really good allies. I feel like everybody that's come on here said that about Amos. <laughs> no, exactly. I I remember I had a uh, one confessional where I was just like, you know, like Amos is telling me all this stuff, but I really trust Amos. I was like, but also Josh really trusted Amos. Josh went home with an idol, like whoever was next really trusted Amos. Carson really trusted Amos. Allison really trusted Amos. Like. Amos had an insane ability to just make people trust him wholeheartedly. And I was like, I trust him too. <laughs> you always have to watch out for the trustworthy ones, even though they don't mean any harm. They just, you know, they're like, oh, you two are working together. So that's something. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now we're kind of caught up on till episode eight. Uh, we get here and we kind of make a comment earlier about Sammy wanting to do stuff by herself. And this really was kind of the intro to episode eight. Um, I, we kind of covered that already. And then we are taken to the auction. Who doesn't love a survivor auction? I love a survivor auction. The survivor <laughs> auction worked very well for us. Uh, very well. Like, even mm-hmm. when you had multiple choices, like, you picked the two good ones. Did you really see mm-hmm. your side and yourself recovering from your losses earlier? Were you like, this is where we take power over? Yeah, we, like, came into that whole week with, like, we had, like, a Zoom beforehand, like, deciding how we were going to game the auction. Like, we decided beforehand, like, okay, Sammy, you're going to go for the immunity because if we get the idol... Like, it's between you or me. Like, you're the biggest toss-up of who's going to get the votes. And so, like, we kind of schemed, like, if Sammy's immune, that takes away a big factor of, like, tossing up who might get votes in the case of an idol. We were like, it's not, they're not going to vote for Gus because, like, Charlotte's his partner and that'll leave Sam, er, Sammy and Jake immune. Like, we were scheming all of that. And, like, we had a lot of coordination for, like, what kind of things we would go for. And then just a ton of luck with the blind items, too. Um and it worked out well for us. I can't believe they didn't bid more to get the immunity idol. They said they were waiting on a steal a vote, which I was like, there's not going to be a steal a vote in this auction. We're getting many <laughs> idols in this auction. Well, that's really interesting that you had so much like pre gameplay coming into it and like strategizing. Did you lead that discussion where you were like, let's plan this? Or was that somebody else? I, I truly don't remember. It. I don't want to say probably me, but like I definitely remember. Like <laughs> it sounds like know. you already. If it's I'm being honest, remember. like looking at your group, it probably was you. <laughs> no, yeah, maybe. I think Jake too. Maybe I. I truly don't remember because it was just like one of our many like 
because also we were dealing with fire tokens. There were so many like little nuanced things that we had to put hours of strategy into that never mattered. <laughs> uh, this really is like a mix of a bunch of different seasons right now. Once Chase got in quarantine, he's like, we're going to figure out how to spice this up. Yeah, and it was fun. Overall, the twists worked for me, except for the big brother twist. That didn't work for me, but I yeah. probably would have been loaded out in a normal week anyway, so... <laughs> Uh, you never know. Um, yeah, maybe. Um, I will but... say I would have probably, I would have probably played a lot harder if it was a normal week of Survivor because, like Big Brother week, my whole goal was don't piss off Sammy. Like I had to not talk to the like if she found out I was scheming with the other like, I was just like Sammy, good at like good decision like to her face. And if it was a normal week, I was planning on like going to talk to Carson because I knew that the other side was planning on getting him out after me. But like, since I like, cause like Greta had told me that ahead of time, but I don't know. Who knows what would have happened? <laughs> you needed a big brother hat. That's what you needed. True. Um, now I just want to say a big props to the people that were voted out and that have been joining in on these, like the competitions and watching it tribal, like mad props for that. Especially this last episode, I think we see Allison in for like the end of this like challenge. I know I kind of skipped an episode, but still like a shout out to those people to make like the dedication, even though they're not particularly in the game per se. Like, Aaron, I think that's always great to see, like, the camaraderie. Even if you voted out, you're there to cheer on your friends and just to, to watch how it goes, right? Yeah, I think it's, I don't know. I think it's very interesting because it's, like, on Survivor, you don't see, the, like, the people who are voted out, they can't come to challenges. They can't do things like that because they're on the jury and you don't necessarily want to give them more information than what they're going to see at tribals or what they're going to get from other people as they're voted out. So I'm kind of conflicted on like how I feel about them kind of being allowed to watch things like that, um, just because it feels rather uh, unorthodox, I guess. Um, but I guess watching this season of Northwestern, there's not a lot of strict following of the Survivor format. So I guess they're free to do, you know, whatever they want. And I do love, yeah, seeing the camaraderie, seeing people come in. And I think we did have almost the full jury there for the POV challenge at the very least, the one, you know, that lasted for two questions. And then uh, I swear to God, I was so mad. Because, <laughs> you know, I got both those questions right. Like, mm -hmm. I, I, I do, considering how, like, obsessed I was about the game, I think I had a good shot at winning POV had I been allowed to play it. But my luck had run dry. I had gotten very lucky before. And someone said at this episode like i've gotten so insanely lucky and i guess it wasn't my week mm -mm. um yeah aaron is calling it out like northwestern you better be on your stuff next season <laughs> or aaron will hold you accountable for that's sure. true it's true i'm here to i'm here to cause conflict no not really <laughs> Um, but during that episode too, we see Matt struggling a lot with the game, like the pressure's getting to him. And Kylie, you were sharing a little bit earlier that it was really stressing you out as well. We, Aaron and I did a quick little survey. Um, one of the little competitions we did, like who would do this, who would do that. And 
surprised that to hear that not that you were so into the game but that it was playing such a hard time on you i think we guessed other people that were spending more time on this game but it seems like you were spending quite a bit on survivor gameplay yeah yes <laughs> i remember i filmed like one confessional where i was like i think like 85 percent of my neutral thoughts are like about survivor like my running internal dialogue was like like i would just be like sitting there relaxing and then suddenly like a survivor strategy would like come into my brain and be like no go away Stop. like i i it was not healthy i can say that <laughs> i got way too into it but um uh, you know, it was so fun. And I think also part of that was it being COVID and like having literally nothing else to do. Like nothing else felt real in life except for Survivor. And so it kind of took over my brain. But yeah, definitely got very into it. Mm -hmm. Now, what's opposite for me is that I usually play my style live reality games like in the woods for a weekend. Like I don't have school on the other side of my mind or what to do. Like I go out and do like the survivor allergies and then college survivor is a whole different aspect too. Um, Aaron, it was really different for you too, uh, playing that and balancing at the same time too. I'm imagining, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. My, when I played survivor Michigan, I was doing that. I was taking 17 credits. I was working at a restaurant and I was in marching band all at the same time. Uh, so that was, yeah, you, <laughs> certainly the busiest semester of my life. Um, but it was, it's, it fits in somehow. It's still mm -hmm. just, you just make it work. If you care enough about it, it just, you know, it fits in and you're going to find the time to do whatever you need to do. Like, you know, finding an idol at one thirty in the morning. Sometimes that's just what it takes. Um, but it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's tough to balance, but it's, beyond worth it mm -hmm. uh finding idols kylie you were pretty well suited in finding idols in the general aspect of the game yeah no i am obsessed with the like online puzzle things i i was uh that the last idol i was so sad i didn't get that one i was like 15 minutes behind jake but i was second place for the uh last idol but um the first idol hunt, oh my god, you didn't see it. It it wasn't really in it, but it was me, Amos, and Allison all find, found that idol together. But um, it was that was a really fun idol hunt. There was like, it was like some word scramble, and like we, it was like some coded thing that Amos figured out the code, and then there was a password. He didn't fully figure out the code. He was just like, I think the words she and Northwestern are in here, and I was just like. Meghan Markle, and I guessed Meghan Markle who went to Northwestern, and it was the password for the idol, which, like, I don't know. It, again, just random dumb luck, but I, I, I just love, like, online puzzles. I literally do puzzles, like, constantly when I'm in Zoom class, like, always hoping it'll pay off, and sometimes it does. Mm -hmm. I, I learned that fact. Did you know Meghan Markle went to Northwestern, Erin? I did not. No. <laughs> Everyone here knows. Theater major at Northwestern. Really? She missed her yeah. survivor casting call. I'm so disappointed. Exactly. <laughs> I, You know, Zach Braff went to Northwestern. I do know that. Oh. I, I don't know anybody in addition besides <laughs> Kylie here and these other castmates here. I, I went to Northwestern. It's true. Mm -hmm. Iconic. I do that. See? 
I got something. <laughs> um, but what I don't have are poker skills. Um, their next episode, the challenge poker. Um, Aaron, you're a big poker player. Um, what did what were your thoughts about Kylie's strategy with hang them all? Am I a big poker player? I don't know about you that. You said you knew how to play last week, and I was like, we're playing I know how to play. That does not mean I'm a big poker player. You're bigger than me. I know the rules, at least. I'm not, I don't, I'm not Gus <laughs> trying to play poker. That would be me. I will say, I thought that that was, like, the funniest thing, Gus just asking questions every two minutes, and Matt getting, like, continually more and more so frustrated. Funny. Oh, my God. Yeah, I loved that sequence. Um. But I think that, yeah, I think the hang them all strategy, like, I think it, if you, if you're confident or if you're like, might as well bullshit it, I think that that's like, it's a great strategy. Don't play regular poker if you're playing hang them all. Play to the game that you're playing, just like in Survivor. You play to the game that you're playing. You've got to adapt to any of the twists. You've got to, you know, you've got to do what you've got to do. And I think that Kylie did exactly that. And she hung them all. And that's, you know, that's how she won. I had no business winning that challenge. <laughs> I was losing so bad. And I only hung them out because I was like, oh, might as well go out with a bang. And then it somehow worked. That I think it's the perfect room. challenge to like to do yeah. that though, because so many challenges someone's eventually have to... gonna hang them all, yeah. Right. And so many challenges you have to determine, like, I don't think I'm going to win this. So how can I fuck over everybody else even if I don't win? And I feel like that's kind of the strategy that you were playing. But in that, you were like, oh, I did win. (laughs) There was some controversy around my win, too. Oh, that's true. Oh, I think um, somebody wanted to play another round or. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Matt was very. um, He wasn't too happy about my win that I he was he was upset that I didn't have to um, like. I don't even remember the terms, like, buy-in for the last round. But Matt, I don't know if he's watching, but I told him we could duke it out on the podcast. So even though he's not here, his argument is that we should have had to play, in which he would have just hung them all and taken the 50-50 shot of him beating me. But to that, I say, that doesn't count because there isn't an element of risk at all for him because there's no actual value to the amount of money we have. It's just who has, like, more money so you're not actually losing something if you lose your money so it doesn't make sense for it to come down to a coin flip matthew i don't know if he's watching i think that's a fair argument i think what you did was personally i think what you did was completely fair that's just that's how you play poker you don't need to change the rules in the last round just because it's an immunity challenge you know true very good. I guess we can go to Chase on this one too for having like hosted the challenge per se. I guess his rules like we've seen on a few of the other challenges too. And I think it just um, comes with experience how to state rules and how to have those rules in place just in case of questions like this for next time. So, um, but that brings us to pretty much our current episode here. Um, we kind of recapped. If you're tuning in now, we recapped the season with Kylie here as our guest. She was the eliminated player on episode 10, which we're about to start covering right now. Uh, Aaron and I kind of recapped eight and nine. And now we're into Big Brother Week. Whoa. 
Whoa. Wait, before we move on, can we talk mm-hmm. quickly about one Gus Moody? Because I feel yes, like he was absolutely. a force in this season. And I'm sad he uh, didn't get his own moment. I'm sad he's not here tonight. But um, Gus and I said, and it's not even shown, we said some vile things about each other throughout <laughs> this season. <laughs> we, like, and afterwards, we sent each other all of our mean confessionals we made about each other. Like, it was so funny. And there, it's not really in, for some reason, in episode 10, I have even more mean things to say about Gus that obviously don't matter anymore because he's gone. But I have this one confessional where I'm just like, I feel like I created him. I feel like I invented him. Like, I was so insane about the fact that he, like, was going to betray me. He didn't even do anything yet. Uh, that's so funny. And I, I'm so glad that you two could kind of like share that experience and saying, hey, I said these really mean things. You said the re- like kind of what Ashley Carson did at one point, too. And I think you just kind of like hash it out. You're like, hey, it's just a game. I really didn't mean anything besides in the moment. Oh, kind I of, I it. did. I meant it. <laughs> <laughs> I meant it. And he meant it, too. He fully disliked me as a person outside the game before the, at the beginning of the season. And now we're great friends. So all the friends, though. Yeah, he's one of my best friends here. Shout out Gus. Really. Now, uh, Aaron, you kind of received a lot of hate on your season that you played, too. Um, Did you have any, like, rekindling moments with people? You were like, hey, I said some really bad stuff. I apologize. And I just kind of, you know, walk over it. Is when it's one-sided, it's kind of hard to do that <laughs> when you're not. Because yeah, you were very kind on your season. You really were the loyalist, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So I like I'm friends with Ben at this point. Like I mm-hmm. love him to death. Um, but other than that, yeah, no, no, really re- rekindling moments with people for me. <laughs> well, hopefully we get a burn book from you, Aaron, at some point. Okay, just to make up for that. <laughs> Okay, we'll see. I just, I don't know that I have it in me. <laughs> um, Let's see here. So, Big Brother Week. Oh, right. oh, a shocker right there. Um, Big Brother Week. Erin, I know it was in the episode, like, preview, but are you surprised? I, I, what is this Big Brother Week? What are we doing? Yeah, I was, I was surprised, to say the least. I thought it was, I just personally like even after watching the episode maybe especially after watching the episode i'm very i'm against it because <laughs> you like two people said it like carson and i think uh greta said i signed up to play survivor i did not sign up to play big brother which is like and i get it you can throw your twists or whatever into survivor but when you play a whole different game at final seven where, you know, not just one person is immune, but one person is handed, like, a huge amount of power, only two people are up for elimination, you really are just playing an entirely different game that you haven't built up to at this point. Mm -hmm. And I like it in the sense of, like, it could have given such a big advantage to the minority 
because, you know, like in theory, the Minority Alliance did win HOH. It could have been a good opportunity to flip the game on its head or like re-tie up the sides after the minority made the, I'm sorry, Kylie, but incredibly stupid decision to vote out one of their own numbers the previous week. I'm so sorry. Oh, wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was dumb. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're talking about one of me. No, that was No, no, no. <laughs> well, I mean, that was, I think that was not Sammy's best move necessarily, or at least the way she went about it. But I don't know. And personally, I'm not a huge fan of the concept of having a Big Brother week inside of Survivor. I think you should be playing the game that you're playing. Um, but I think that they, you know, they made it work. I'm not quite sure. Yeah, like Kylie said, like what what might have been different if it was just a regular Survivor week? Like maybe she she probably still would have gone. So I don't mm-hmm. know. I just I have a lot of complex emotions about it. Yeah, and I think the strategy that, Kylie, you were saying, like, like, oh, I would have done this. It might have been beneficial for you to do that, even though you didn't want to make Sammy mad at you. But drawing those connections to the other side, maybe Carson's like, maybe I should keep another big threat in here. Maybe I should talk to Sammy about not switching it. So I think the whole aspect just threw you off your gameplay because you were spot on this entire time until we got to this week. Um, But, Kylie, you know yourself, um, Big Brother Week. How was that? Yeah, it was interesting, too, because there. this was a weird other little twist that was not uh, finally relevant to the story. But um, originally that week, we thought it was normal Survivor. But then Chase introduced an item to the fire token menu called Pandora's Box that oh. only cost one fire token to open. And me and Sammy were talking and like being like, we have to like shake up this game. Like we're screwed. Oh, like we don't know what to do. He was like, "Great power will be unleashed if you open Pandora's box." And so then finally we decided. And Sammy actually was the one who um, bought the uh, box. Um, but um, yeah, it turned out that it was Big Brother Week, and so there was like a little bit of agency in making it Big Brother Week. We didn't really know what was going to happen, but. Um, yeah, in terms of my gameplay that week, I honestly think there were a lot of things that went very wrong for me that week. And I I do have a lot of issues with like my gameplay for the whole season because, you know, I said this before, I'm myself's worst fan. I don't know, most critical the biggest fan, proponent, I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that week, like looking back at the edit, Basically what happened is at the end of the day, at least from my perspective and from like what I had heard afterwards is that Sammy, I don't want to put words in her mouth, but like realized it wasn't good for her for Jake to go home and made it sacrificed me in order to make sure Jake didn't go home because right after, um, And, like, I guess I could have done more work to convince, like, Carson and maybe Matt and Greta to, like, vote for Jake over me. But I I don't – that would have been a massive, like, uphill battle to convince them of that. So, at the end of the day, as soon as Paya, uh, like, brought down Matt, Sammy put me up, I remember she texted me and she just was like, I want you to know, like, if – what was it? It was, like, if, like – 
I had one veto, I would have taken down Jake and I would have put Carson up. So like she did not actually at the end of the day like want me to go home. It was more just she wanted me to go home more than Jake. But I also realized it was probably ultimately like in her best interest to put me up. But it wasn't like an intentional conniving like back door. It was more just like a these are the circumstances that are left. And I think I did a good job of because she was like kind of flipping so much with her decision, like she was ready to vote me out. Like she said, in a normal week of survivor, like, so I think I did a good job of making her cause everyone was telling her what to do that week. And I was like, okay, so I got to be the one person to not tell her what to do and to like actually give her the power and not stomp on her. Like, it sounds like I've been stomping on her. Mm-hmm. So like, that was my strategy. It was like play down for once in your life. Yeah, I think it was great adaptability that you were able to change it. Of course, it didn't work out this week, of course, but to see that and to recognize what that person needs in that time and to try to make it advantageous for you. Um, But we hear backdoor a lot in earlier, like even before we get to the challenge per se, everyone was describing it and I'm like, okay, there's going to be a backdoor, backdoor. Aaron sent me a little message too that uh, Carson was arranging this interview before I'd finished this episode. So I was like, I wonder if it's Carson. Like, of course, Carson's going to know if Carson's going to be available for the interview. <laughs> so so I, I'm watching the episode. I'm like, when's Carson getting voted out? I, I feel like Carson's getting voted out here somewhere. So, um, Nope, almost, but not him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, we'll bring up the challenge this briefly. Kylie, do you want to say anything? I mean, you lasted 12 minutes with your hands up, but I lasted about an hour. You said in the preview, you're like, I I was practicing. I was practicing. I got 12 minutes and I called it good. So, and then you thought, why would I do this? And I was like, yes, that's exactly like Kylie has the mentality. She's driven. She's going to be like, I'm going to practice the challenge. So. I think I have an iron deficiency or something, man. I could not do that challenge. <laughs> it was like, it it wasn't even willpower at that point. It was like, well, don't have muscular control of this anymore. It's going down. I got, I was so, that was like such a low point for me. I was so disappointed in myself when I like was first out of the challenge. I was, I had that little confessional that was kind of embarrassingly sad, but, um, yeah, I was like so like upset with myself in that moment. But then as the challenge went on for four more hours, I was like, okay, I'm okay being yeah. out first. I don't I couldn't have gone this one. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. We are taken through everything. We are li- hear a little bit of like into the woods for a little bit. Um, yeah. I feel like we had the perfect soundtrack. Uh we have a I'd had a dancing cat. Uh Chase's cat was kind of dancing along to the music. So it was yeah, a cute was little I, I don't know how Beck sorted through all that footage of five hours. So I have no um idea. Mad props, like exactly. for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, Kylie, what do you remember about that challenge? Like you said you were the first out. Was there anything like or <laughs> was it really just five hours of watching this? I remember it very clearly. Um, I remember I was like, I was, I was devastated because I thought, I didn't think Sammy was going to win the challenge, first of all. So 
Like, ultimately, she was my downfall. I thought my downfall was going to be, like, anyone but Sammy winning the challenge, which was statistically more likely at that point. Um, so I was like, well, just lost the just lost Survivor Northwestern. I was, like, going through all the stages of grief. And then I, like, call. You can see me. I'm just muted, like, with my phone like this for most of it. And I was just, like, FaceTiming my friend, muted, like, on Zoom, being like, I'm so upset right now. This is what's going on in the challenge. Aww. I think Sammy might be yeah, and I named dropped another one of my friends who Maddie, who explained to me what backdooring was, and she—I think she might have been the friend I was Facetiming then, but very funny. And I, another moment I remember is I was so nervous and like under my breath, I thought I was muted. I'm just go like, "I love you, Sammy. I love you, Sammy. I love you, Sammy. You can do this." And then someone's like, "Kylie, you're not muted." And I was like, "Oh." <laughs> and then Chase was like, Chase was like, so Kylie, like, are you rooting for anyone in particular now? <laughs> like trying to do the host thing. I was like, shut up. <laughs> oh, it's oh. so embarrassing how happy I am that Sammy won. <laughs> but really, like, she was your ride or die at that point. Like, you were rooting yeah. for her. No matter, you say it yourself, you're like, even if uh, Sammy has to backstab everyone, I will be rooting for her the entire time. So mm -hmm. I'm interesting to see how that, if that does shift later on, you know, when we get further into the series and stuff. But uh, we got some fans tuning in for you. Kylie here, we have a Clay. Clay! Oh. You you guys aren't ready for Clay. Oh. <laughs> no spoilers. You guys aren't ready for Clay. Uh, it looks like he wasn't ready for you to leave the episode either. So, rooting for you. Okay. Look at uh, that. Um, so, since this came up here, so we're not ready for Clay, but are we ready for you as the host? You say on your exit that you are ready to be the host of season two. Um, you drop a little thing there. There's a preview video with you and some trees talking. So, <laughs> where did you find? Like, on, did you find this like on Facebook? Where did you find on Facebook? It? Yeah, you don't know about this. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> I thought we like deleted them. <laughs> we we I'm a pretty good sleuth sometimes. Instagram. All right, all right. Um, I mean, again, no spoilers, but uh, yeah, there there might you might not be seeing the last of me here on Survivor oh. Northwestern. Yeah. I, I and think maybe not the really last of some thing. other of our mm -hmm. season one contestants. I don't know if you remember who else was in the tree video. I do. We didn't get to talk to that other person yet. So I'll wait for that question later. So <laughs> did you think you deleted that? Really? I, I remember now we did not delete the ones on Facebook, but we archived the ones on Instagram because because oh. we, like, we are like advertising for like applications for mm -hmm. season four. And we were like, or because season one was airing. And so we were like, we don't want to like, I don't know, spoil anything. Mm -mm. I'm excited to yeah. see it like to further on. So I'm <laughs> glad like I, I, I think Aaron kind of brought this to us for like Survivor Northwestern and covering this. So um, I'm excited to see this in the future. But oh, yeah. speaking of future, we are also taken to true or false questions. We kind of talked about it and just two, <laughs> just two. No, questions, plural. And that's as far as we got. Oh my God, I was so disappointed. Just watching mm -hmm. Sammy. And, Cause I, I'm pretty sure at this point if Sammy or Jake 
had one veto, I would have stayed that week. But um, maybe I wouldn't. Who knows what Sam would have decided? But um, it just seeing both of them like beef the second question for the steal a vote, which we had purchased together, I was like, guys. <laughs> but <laughs> it's okay. I'm curious what the other questions would have been, though. I wish maybe yeah. we could have gone over those. But anyway, maybe. Chase probably doesn't have them saved or something, but anyway. I think he probably does somewhere in the in the <laughs> realm. Yeah. Um. Now, because we see uh, very clearly, and you were on the call that they uh, did the challenge for you know five and a half hours. We see that Carson, Greta, and Paya all make deals with Sammy. So, are you that surprised to see you being put up? I think. For me, it was just so like, like, cause I was like, Sammy, what do you owe Carson? <laughs> like, I was like, in my head, I was like, oh, I would make these deals and break them so fast. Cause like that side had just lied to us so many times. They lied to us about like the past three weeks, they had fed us complete like BS. So like, I, like, I don't know what it would have been like if I had had my arms up in the air for them for, like, hours, but I was under the impression that, like, yeah, screw them. Like, who cares? Like, break your promises to them. So I really thought, like, watching her mo make those deals did make me nervous, but it was, like, and I get her not wanting to put up, like, Paya and Greta because those two were, like, the last two standing, but I thought for sure she'd be down to put up Carson. And I think at the end of the day, it came down to more wanting me out than like honoring those deals. But I don't know for sure. Mm -hmm. But now we're at the final six. Uh, super exciting to see uh, how this shakes up. Um, question to Aaron, because I, I don't want to spoil anything for Kylie. Um, do So Jake still has an idol. Is it final five or final six he can play an idol, you think? I... Oh, so I'm assuming a... it's going to come up and... Yeah. So I'm, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, five or six. Maybe five? So maybe we'll see it next episode or maybe two episodes. Like, that was the part that I was like, Kyla, you probably know the answer here, yeah. but uh, we'll wait for that answer. So <laughs> you're like, yeah, I know the answer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we'll be seeing it soon, though. Mm -hmm. um, now, I. I don't know, because we saw the reveal and everything. Like, it was very unanimous. Uh, uh, Kylie, I guess, if you could vote against somebody this round, who would you who would you cast a vote against? Anybody. Survivor Week. So it's not Big Brother rules. Like, who would I want out? Yeah, who would you be taking out this week if you could, like, rally some troops? Matt. That was who I wanted out that week. Oh. Because I needed Carson in. I needed some semblance of another threat in for my game. Like I had kind of had a few like Zoom calls with Greta. Like I had long wanted Greta, but like at that point I was like, there is absolutely like no benefit to my game that like Matt is serving right now. That feels so mean, <laughs> Matt, I'm sorry. <laughs> but you voted me out instead. So, like, <laughs> but like, no one else really wanted Matt out. Like I was kind of like, I was like kind of, I was gunning for him the week before too. Like I, I wanted him out. <laughs> and sometimes people just find themselves on the opposite side of the Alliance. Like you were clearly not like you're 
like have it out for this person, but you're they're not benefiting from yeah. you being was, in this no, game. Ma- at that point in the game, Matt and I, Matt was the one I was like talking to the most, like outside of the game. Like we would text all the time about like season forty. Like we were kind of bros, but like I was still like, and I want you out of the game. <laughs> Keep your friends close and your enemies closer. Um. Now, Kylie, um, we're kind of wrapping things up here. Um, anything that we may have missed i know this is a chance for you to come clean about stuff or to uh, say some stuff that we just didn't see on camera that affected your gameplay or anything like that anybody else you'd like to expose that lied to us let's see Hmm. yeah mostly carson and matt those two snakes (laughs) (laughs) no yeah um i don't know if you can tell but at this point like carson is another like great friend of mine and it's just like uh it, i love seeing like us be so mean to each other in the past like but what was what was kind of sweet and like carson and i were texting about this is like places exposing <laughs> expose carson and i multiple times like in the season are just like yeah like i respect her a lot like i respect him a lot as a player and we like post-merge did not talk to each other and like i think that was one of my like i think we could have worked well together season one and been like dude we're not doing too hot right now a missed opportunity truly mm-hmm. yeah. well kylie any final thoughts about you know um like what college survivor brought why we should watch it but before we go uh before we get to that last question make sure everyone watching at home if you are not yet subscribed to survivor northwestern um i think another episode is coming out this thursday so make sure you tune in there they do have a schedule on their youtube video so um you can follow along but it's after the holiday so i think they're steady until the very end and of course uh tune in every monday here at nine Eastern Standard Time when Aaron and I get to talk to a special guest, most likely the eliminated player coming up. Um, Beck is referring. Yes. So next episode, make sure you tune in there. And of course, make sure you tune in for our recaps and everything live reality game related, especially Survivor Michigan, which um, will be starting again here pretty soon. They just released a new picture. So super excited about the new cast um, or returning cast, as we know. Um, But Kylie, any final thoughts about Northwestern and kind of what is to come? A lot of Zoom is to come, (laughs) sadly. But as we have seen, somehow, I don't know how Beck does it, but you can make Zoom entertaining somehow. Um, But Justin, what you said, how you do like LRGs, like in the woods, like for a week. I'm so interested in that. I love camping and I would love to do like more of this stuff because what's also good about that is that you don't have to think about anything else. There's no thing like you don't have to think about. You really don't. You don't get your phone on this or anything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I think that sounds like a dream. Well, for your dream to come true, make sure you go over to LRG Casting on Facebook where all the open applications are. And for anyone tuning in at home, make sure you check it out, especially with uh, 2022 coming up. Time to get your vacation, get that all straight. 
uh aaron any final thoughts about the episode and what's to come what where do we think we're going here in this final six um yeah i don't know it could go so many directions um personally i think at this point i'm rooting for a greta victory um i think i am that, too mm-hmm. yeah i think that that's what we're ramping up to if i'm being honest i think this episode sammy tried to play the middle and i think she did it in the worst way possible where instead of like having everybody be on her side she just made everyone upset with her in different ways um and so i feel like sammy might be heading towards a bitter jury if she ends up in that final tribal. Um, but I do feel like things are look, and I think, yeah, I think Matt and Paya are kind of like hiding behind, like they've been very under the radar in their alliance. Um, and they Paya still seems very likable with the other yeah. side of things too. So I think if Paya does get to the end, she's going to be able to put that niceness forward. Like she's built a great relationship to a bunch of the people. Um, and I think that might pay off for her at the end. Too. I agree. I think if Paya is there with like Matt and Jake, I think that she has a good shot. Mm-hmm. But definitely, um, I'm on the Greta train as well. Yeah. I know we lost our fan favorite Ashley for an episode or two. Um, but my gosh, she was entertaining. But now Greta is stepping up. Like she has so many like witty responses and stuff. Like, yeah. Mm hmm. Greta's killing it. And then obviously Carson just has the largest target on his back. And especially now that Kylie's gone, he's like public enemy number one, probably. Uh, uh, Oh, yeah, absolutely. Carson, I'm sorry. You're probably going to be joining us again next week. Um, (laughs) Unless you win uh, the immunity or maybe, you know, maybe it's like Top Chef next week and we never know. (laughs) So That's actually what it is. (laughs) Gosh, <laughs> I called it, didn't I? Model, actually. Yeah. Whoa. Ooh, uh, yeah. I could see that. You have to take like a selfie or something. <laughs> <laughs> Ten beautiful castaways stand before me. <laughs> well, I thank you, Kylie, for joining Aaron and myself here on Live Reality Games. And we can't wait to see maybe some of you on season two and maybe some of Gus and maybe other people in trees. So excited mm-hmm. to see that. And excited to see the cast coming out here. Uh, Clay in the comments. We'll probably see you at some time, too. I'm super excited for that. And super excited for the next episode of Survivor Northwestern. So make sure you tune in to their Facebook. Um, Till then, folks, uh, we're going to say goodnight. And we'll see you then.